Hello, Daniel. Hello, Daniel. How are we? Uh, well. Excellent. And, and, and we? We are well. That's good. Uh, we're two Daniels. <laughs> and we talk about Daniel. Junior, Daniel Junior. <laughs> we do. Daniel the second, I think he is now, because the junior's been passed on at his 18th birthday. Oh yeah, I think that we discovered that in the My Little Pony episode, that your junior until your seniors died. I think that's the conclusion. No, no, your oh, is that how? Yeah, maybe. Or you become senior when you have a kid. I think you pass on junior at some point. I don't remember. <laughs> we we came up with something very specific, and that happened. There's Daniel the third now. So we're two Dans. We talk about the movies of Danny DeVito and Danny DeVito himself as well. We can talk about both. Yeah, and you can intertwine them. We've you'd be amazed. The actual aim is to be talking about Dane DeVito, so yeah. Yeah, sometimes we don't, um, but you can't phone in and tell us that we're off topic, so that's on you. <laughs> or me, I don't know. Um, but anyway, so we're up to episode 16 of Danny DeVito's career. Uh, I don't know if that's how he... I don't know if that's the point of reference, but anyway. <laughs> Ruthless People, starring Danny DeVito, Bette Midler, and Judge Reinhold, and Supergirl. Forget her name already. Yes, that's right. Um, firstly, I just wanted to talk about Judge Reinhold. Mm-hmm. He has huge ears. Does he? Yeah, they're huge. He's a big dude, though. Yeah, he is a big dude, but his ears are quite big. Like, the like Prince Charles big. Like the BFG big? Like... Fake ears you buy from the $2 shop. Wow. Specifically $2 shop big ears, you don't want like David Jones big ears. No, that's right. They they look look too proportionate. And apparently your ears and nose grow as you grow older, so his ears are only going to get bigger. Yeah, they do. Mm. I don't know if you've noticed, but you know, I'm a bit of a wing nut myself. (laughs) You've seen nothing yet. Yeah. (laughs) Watch these spaces. Uh, uh, So yeah, the movie. Movie very very 80s wasn't it very lots of triangles and lots of fluoro yeah um I did read that the um specific like design not the like, the architecture but there's a scene where he's sitting in some terrible chair that looks like it's made out of screensaver pipes oh yeah it does <laughs> that's called oh it's called like the name of a city like Montana or something but it's not Montana. Uh, and it's coming back. It's in Vogue. So oh, now all this, really? All these like terrible eighties furniture is worth heaps of money again. Ah, because he he walks into his apartment that's done up very eighties, and he sits on that lounge and he looks like he's supposed to be getting real comfy on that lounge, but it just looks like the most awkward, hard thing. Well, maybe I don't know. I was going to say Danny DeVito was the most hard thing there was. But <laughs> it sounded like I was going to call him awkward as well, and he's not. He's not awkward. <laughs> Uh, do you want me to plot you? Oh, yeah. I, I watched this movie a while back, mm-hmm. and Dan watched it recently, he tells me. so. I um, watched it seven hours ago. Perfect. Uh, it's now one o'clock, so... so I watched that, it very early That makes morning. it 6 a.m.? Uh, earlier than that. I watched it about 3 a.m. All right, well, that makes it nine hours ago. Well, you finished watching it. Shit, it wasn't? Wow. Good maths, Oh, my God. Yeah. (laughs) You can tell you didn't sleep because your maths is slipping. Uh, But, yeah, if you could please just run me a refresher on the plot, that'd be super duper. 
I can do that. Yeah. Um, just quickly before we do. Oh, okay. Just, you know. Um, I've got a quick trivia quiz for oh, us. Yeah. Ten questions, you know. Good golly. Yeah, just to sum it up and then we'll go into depth. All right. Do I, is it rapid fire? Like, is it high pressure? Uh, oh, yeah, it can be for sure. Yeah. I, There's I, no prize or anything like that. Well, yeah, but <laughs> the prize is the pressure. <laughs> I like high pressure. Did Danny DeVito play the part of Sam Stone, Steve Sams, Sam Stevens, or Ken Barker? I think Sam Stevens was bewitched. Um, oh, yeah, I think it was too. No, it was Sam something, um, but Sam Stone. Sam Stone. Stone. That's right. Yep. Uh, this is like the slowest quickfire trivia I've ever well, been Well, it, it came up with a little flashback, little um, extra trivia bit at the end of it. It flashed before my eyes and went away. Huh. Let me just... Let me just Wait, so you didn't even write this trivia, you're going... No, I'm got purely going off a website. Oh. Uh, he was the spandex king. Oh yeah, right, okay. That's the little trivia thing that came up after it. Oh yeah, he was. Spandex miniskirt king, no. Just the spandex right. king. Pretty sure there's also a spandex king out there somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> I want to meet the, the king of spandex. I think that was Steve Tyler, that was the thrower. <laughs> Uh, who played the part of Sam's wife, Olympia Dukakis? Ben Midler, go. Yep, boom. Good one. Correct. Next. Uh, what are the names of the kidnappers? Oh, Christ. Fletch and Amy, Ken and Sandy, Keith and Louise, Ken Sonny and Cher. Go. Correct. Yes. Uh, when Barbara Stone first sees the kidnappers, what kind of masks were they wearing? Uh, d d Huey and Dewey. Yes. Dusk, duck masks. Duck masks. Uh, when Barbara learned that Sam refused to pay the ransom and the amount has been reduced, what did she say? Uh, something I was going to say later. Thank you, trivia. I've been kidnapped by Kmart. I know that. He's a pig. Why? Or oh, that slime. I, the Kmart bit, but that, I was going to bring that up later. Oh, damn it. I don't, I don't like this. It's pressure. It's high. high uh... It's not high octane. <laughs> it's not going any faster. What kind of disguise do Ken use for the final ransom pickup? Ah, sun, big sunglasses, I don't remember. Ken? Who's Ken? Ski, I clicked on ski mask. Yeah, alright, that'll do. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Uh, I'm over this, tell me the plot. <laughs> it's not happening. <laughs> alright, it's frozen. Yeah, you gotta stop going to websites, bro. <laughs> Live in the real world. I like their fun trivias. Yeah, I think that's a personal thing. Okay. Alright, so anyway. Danny DeVito is trying to get money from his father's will and he tries to kill his wife and his wife's father's his wife's father yeah yeah okay. and turns out someone's kidnapped her already before he tries to kill her do the deed mm -hmm. but not the, the <laughs> deed because right. he doesn't do that in his movies no he doesn't right. uh and Judge Reinhold on the phone who's the kidnapper mm -hmm. sounds heaps like the bad guy from Die Hard German. I know that's really specific. Like, the German guy, I think. Um, no, 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 not the one with the, the snake from Harry Potter. The other one. Hans Gruber? No, no, not that one. No, that's like a something, isn't it? Oh, they used to, there was a guy I used to work with that had a picture on, of him on his desk and he pointed at it every day. Oh, said, really? Said his name, then charming international terrorist. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. All right, anyway, so Bette Midler's the wife. She's tied up in a paper bag mm -hmm. and fights Judge Reinhold while tied up. Good fight scene, hey? Yeah. Could fight her way out of a paper bag. Mm. 
Turns out. True. Uh, Dan DeVito has stolen an idea from Judge Reinhold and his partner. That's right, right? Yeah, And then yeah. he became the spandex king. Yeah, you find out that they invested with him on a handshake deal. Oh, they invested. Yeah, right. they, they gave him the idea and some startup money and then he just took it. Ah, all right. Should have got a contract, Judge. You're a judge. <laughs> uh, so Supergirl, the partner. Yep. Uh, played Supergirl at some point in her career. She also played Becky Gelke from oh, did, Seinfeld. Did you know she played um, Supergirl in the movie Supergirl? Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, wow, that's great. <laughs> yeah. Good on her. Uh, Bill Pullman's first appearance on oh, in a movie. Didn't didn't he look a dish with that hair? Oh, didn't he? The uh, peroxide dye. And you could tell what part of um, filming they were through the, through the movie because his hair was, like, growing out and then... It was being dyed again. Uh, you were seeing like the little. Uh, I know. I watched this on a on a plane on my phone. <laughs> I did watch it at three a.m. I wasn't really looking at his roots. <laughs> Would have had to squint. Anyway, he's sleeping with Danny's uh, mistress on the side. Yeah. So, does that make him the mistress's mister? I think so. <laughs> Well, the Mister's Mister. Mm. Do you reckon he's lucky that didn't come out when he was president in Independence Day? Yeah, really very lucky. <laughs> lucky with, that was pre like the internet being real big, so <laughs> secrets weren't out there. Uh, hey, the president sleeping with Danny DeVito's mistress. <laughs> that would have that would have derailed his. Um, There's a whole movie in itself. Yeah, was was he a Republican or a Democrat? You reckon? Ah, uh, definitely Republican. I reckon he, did, he was a rich white guy, but yeah. they all were in those days. But considering it was Hollywood, surely they've gone to the left. Base, yeah, he's Hollywood and he seemed very ready to, like, help. He did. Um, did you see Bill Pullman as the um, president in that TV show? Uh, 1300 Pen, I think it's called. With no. Elfman. Jenna Elfman. Jenna Elfman. Yeah, it was a great show. Yeah. Yeah, really good. No, I missed it. I anyway. must have missed it. Worth, was Danny DeVito checking in it? out? I think I only got two seasons. Uh, uh, was he in any of those? Bill Pullman was in it. Oh, Bill Pullman. Yeah, and um, so, so Danny DeVito's message. Uh, the girl, uh, Jen, Jenna Elfman was in it too. Oh, Jenna Elfman. Yeah, yeah. In in thirteen hundred pen. Ah, oh, Friday the thirteen hundred pen. <laughs> it was Friday the thirteenth yesterday, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. And did you reckon anyone just left um, their Halloween shit Halloween up. shit up for two weeks? Yeah, yeah. I'd say so. <laughs> Anyway, Bill Pullman's sleeping with a mistress, and uh, then they try to blackmail Danny DeVito by filming Danny kill his wife. I feel like maybe we've got to marry Phil for the plane. That wasn't a bad one either. (laughs) That was pretty good. Oh, yeah, and I was going to say about Bill Bill Pullman, looks very much like a young Kurt Russell in this movie. I know it was a while ago you watched it. I'm not. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna allow that. One. <laughs> Especially with the peroxide hair. Like Big Trouble in Little China. Yeah, Kurt yeah, Russell. yeah. That that era. No. Yeah, I thought it was Kurt Russell. Oh no, it's Bill Pullman. Were you, were you wearing your glasses? <laughs> I did have my eyes closed. Yeah. Just imagine. Were you watching Big Trouble in Little China? <laughs> you know. Um. Anyway, we get to this point, and the seems like there's a bit of trouble. In well, China, um, yeah, which seemed quite little, but the trouble seemed quite big. Yeah, well, it's on relative to scale. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, back to the plot. Um, 
there really wasn't much plot after this, I found. Well, that was a lot of setup, like... Yeah, there was, like, yeah, some hijinks the, and... Yeah, there was heaps of hijinks. Yeah. Uh, the judge tries to get Danny to pay his wife's ransom, but Danny DeVito never turns up because he wants Bette Midler to be murdered by the kidnappers. Yeah, so he, he doesn't realise they're good guys. Yeah, yeah that's so right. They're really nice. Yeah. Do you... Do you look at Judge Reinhold and just think, you're the kind of dude I want to be friends with? Yeah, like, just, just a real lovely guy, yeah, you know? Yeah. Smiley. Yeah. Never gets angry. Oh, he, I reckon he's got a dark side, but not oh, too dark. I reckon. <laughs> yeah, not like, nothing salacious, just like... So he'll, he'll slam a book, but he won't, you know, I slam re- a man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, he'll never come to that. Okay. <laughs> Um, Bet Midler works out a bunch. Yeah, oh, doesn't she? Yeah, heaps. Why is there loses fit- twenty pounds? Why is there a fitness channel on all the time? Yeah, <laughs> so they hold her hostage and just put fitness videos on. You reckon that was on a VCR? Yeah, I reckon they they pair that for her. You reckon like that was that was Judge Reinhold's dark side? Yeah, but they just- never they never made the um, connection with the spandex with the working out and with him being the spandex king. Well, it's because he was the spandex miniskirt king. Again, we discussed Ah, yeah, Steve right. Tyler is the spandex king. <laughs> okay, of course. <laughs> um, I actually have no idea if Steve Tyler wears spandex. I just assumed he did. Yeah, it's pretty, his... it's tight either way. Either way. Yeah. Uh, after downgrading the ransom to $10,000 for- Stop in first at 50 grand. Yeah. Strange jumps, hey. Big jumps. Like, was it half a million at some point? Yeah, it was 500,000, then it was 50,000, then it was 10,000. So guys, why not stop at 250 even? Yeah. 100? Like, there's there's a lot of stages between 550. And seeing as he was cool to pay out three quarters of a million to pay for his bail, yeah. but he wouldn't pay 50 grand to get his wife back. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, I guess he didn't have much cash after that's a lot of money. Um, so then Danny doesn't pay the 10 grand and um, Bette Midler makes friends with the kidnappers and hires Becky Gelke as a designer. And good, good use of name there. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> and um, uh, some wanted murderer turns up in their house. Oh yeah, I they kill him. thought it was weird that he like kept coming back, coming up in the script for Asian. Yeah, like, yeah, that where's that coming? Yeah. yeah. Um, they set up an exchange with Danny for $2.2 million in the end and a Rolex and his pinky ring. Oh yeah, they really clean him up. They take him to the cleaners. They do, they do. And the cops turn up and it gets real confusing and the cops advise the judge to take the money and go home after holding up Danny DeVito on the street. And the plan was to follow him home. I don't really get what was happening there. No, I don't remember this bit vividly. Um, at all. So there was a hostage situation. Yeah. Oh, and then they were going to follow him back to his place where he's going to take the money to Bette Midler. Yeah, that's and, right. And then, but then the cops turn up. Well, yeah, the cops were in on it. And then Danny's lover's lover turns up and get tries to steal the money back. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then the cops help out Judge Reinhold. Yeah, because they want they want to follow the breadcrumbs. Yeah, that's right. It's an old cop trick. <laughs> and how about when they're following him home, subtly, like 20 cop cars lined up behind his car? He's never quite sure, though. <laughs> um, anyway, the judge ends up driving off a pier with the dead murderer stashed in the car and mm-hmm. escapes. And uh, they think the 
murderer was the kidnapper. Yeah, they the frame him. That's, yeah, that's an old cop trick as well. <laughs> and uh, yeah, Bet bashes Danny. Yeah, man. good. Yeah. Man. I found some gifts of that on Tumblr. Oh, did you? Yeah. Oh, nice. I think I could find them again if you needed to see them. Yeah, we'll we'll need. Pretty to see sure them. I just typed Danny DeVito into Tumblr search. <laughs> Uh, then the trio runs into the sunset. Yeah, good ending. Cool. Hey, when he when he scuba dives out of the water. Yeah. <laughs> How much money do you reckon he let loose to float to the surface to distract everyone? I think it was, it was two million. No, did he? He, he had the he, whole suitcase full of cash. I oh know he took the, the cash with him, didn't he? Yeah, 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 yeah. So, but you know how like some money floats to the surface. And oh, I assumed all of it was in there. Nah, I think he took some. Uh, You'd be silly not to. Yeah, but it's American silly. money, so maybe it disintegrated. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know a lot about American money. I don't know what a lot about waterproof suitcases. So here we are. Hmm. Here we are. Um, if you could find out something <laughs> about them for me, that'd be great. Sweet. <laughs> Um, well, that um, vivid recount has really just taken me back. Um, I can picture <laughs> it all. Memory. Yeah, I have frame by frame recollection. I can just like editing suite run through it in my brain now. Awesome. Um, so, you know, I feel like now I'm hyper aware of the movie and now would be a perfect time to call your bluff in. To 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 truth or Dan, need a veto. To to truth or Dan. Truth or Dan time, sucker. Ah, uh, Dane DeVito auditioned for the role of George Costanza. True. Truth. Yeah, I knew that. Damn it. Oh, all right. Yeah, I read that online somewhere. Oh, I do have an apology. Oh. I said that I was going to tell you what the scores were. Oh, yeah. The Truth or Dan's, but I don't have them. You so. son of a bitch. Apologize. Well, you started it. Um, all right. I have one for you. Um... There was a remake of this movie on the cards. Oh, really? Well, maybe. This is Truth or Dan. Yeah, yeah, really yeah, I'm one. taking it in. Yeah, okay. <laughs> um, Call it the same name? Yep, same name, same plot. Mm -hmm. um, and the only people I can remember were um, Will Ferrell, was the star, was Danny DeVito. Yeah. Yeah, he was, he was Danny DeVito. Um, and Melissa McCarthy was Bette Midler. Oh, cool. Um, and oh, he was the owner of the Clippers, whatever that dude's name is. Like some basketball, I don't know. Oh, like Jay-Z owns a team, you mean? No, I know. Nah, it's like some old, like the, the Texan from Simpsons. I assume it's a guy like that. Oh, right. Okay, cool. Um, so yeah, that was, that was on the cards. Who's playing DeVito? Will Ferrell. Oh, sick. That'd like, be good. Yeah, like the opposite size. Well, yeah, true. Um, true for I like it. I want to say truth. Yeah, it was true. Really? It got leaked in those Sony leaks, those uh, Sony hacks. Yeah, right. That's yeah. awesome. Cool. Oh, and Kristen Wiig as the mistress. Oh, and it was wow. Donald Sterling was the Clippers owner. It turns out I just had to open my phone and look at the things <laughs> that I wrote down. Uh, all right, truth or Dan. Well, that's going to... They cancel each other out, so you don't need to count them. Yeah. Um, I, was, I feel like that was anticlimactic. <laughs> <laughs> really took the wind out of his head. Sorry, I, I guess the right the right answer. Yeah. Uh, opening credits. Opening credits. Do you remember them as vividly as I do? Um, 
There, there's like the weird cartoon. Yeah. Yeah. I remember there was a bit of a thing with that. I, I well, actually, I say a bit of a thing. I only remember this and the gods must be crazy. How oh, yeah. Like, yeah. Real fun, cartoony totally. intros. And I remember I rented The Gods Must Be Crazy off the back of that and got real bored when it wasn't a cartoon. <laughs> but I'm pretty sure it was a weekly at the time, so I didn't burn much money. Yeah, it's deep in Weekly Town. Yeah. That, that well, this is when I was a child, so. Like, do you reckon it came out as a weekly? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> um, speaking of the so, opening credits. Oh, yeah, what's your favorite? What? Well, oh, sorry. Well, um, the theme song. Oh, yeah. Awesome. Performed by Mick Jagger. Mm. Uh, can I read you a couple of lines? Please, please do. They love the smell of the killing, the flesh, gorging till they've had their fill of success, dealing their mother to get into paradise, pay Jesus special protection, and ate it wise. Hey, stand up, ruthless people. Good God. Yeah. Um, so with that, I guess... Um, do you reckon Mick Jagger had that song sort of half written and he's like, if I can find a way to fit Ruthless People in there, I'll throw it at Ruthless People? Yeah, I like it. Because I was like, you know how with... It's pretty specific. Yeah, maybe, maybe it was fully commissioned, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what Mick Jagger does in his spare time. But it, like, it's not, it's not his greatest work. Like, it's a great song, but like, it's clearly soundtrack worthy. It's not like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're not going to hear that on, a, on an album. No. Unless it's the soundtrack. <laughs> the soundtrack album. <laughs> um, but, like, in that musicians don't throw away their, like, their best songs on movies. Mm. Do you think the same was true of the um, the dresses that Bette Midler tries on when she realises she's lost heaps of weight? Oh, she yeah. finds out that Supergirl is a dress designer. <laughs> Do you reckon, like, the person that designed them didn't want to put their good ones in a movie? Sign away the rights to them. I freaking hope so. Yeah, <laughs> that better not have been the best work. <laughs> they were some quality dresses. Wow, it was all triangles again. Yeah. Blue row and triangles. Everything tessellated. Yeah. <laughs> and if it didn't, just put some mesh between it. It looked like a drawing of a dress. Yeah. It looked like um like the future. Yeah, it did. Yeah, it looked like Back to the Future Cafe 80s. Yeah, I guess that was just 80s. Yeah, true. Uh, but no, what I, we're going back to the credits, I'm over the dresses thing, because <laughs> that's more than I know about dresses. Um, the opening credits, what was your favourite death? Like, you know how they were all, like, cartoon deaths? Oh, I didn't really pay that much attention. I think I was listening to the song and then oh. started researching the song. Ah, you don't look at the screens. <laughs> I know. Well, don't worry, mine was the poison bottle. It was very simple, or maybe the silhouettes in the cafe. Moving along. <laughs> Don't worry about it. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, but speaking of bottles. Good, good use of chloroform in the film. Yeah. Um, yeah, even coming back to like a fingerprint chloroform bottle, really mixing it up. Yeah, yeah. I, knew, I knew when he threw it at the dog into the bushes, it had come back. <laughs> Do you think there was more uh, chloroform use in this or in Arrested Development? Do they use chloroform in Arrested Development? Don't they? Oh yeah, yeah, was, yeah, yeah, yeah. Puppet. Franklin, Franklin. <laughs> oh, Which so. Judge Ryan Holt also in? Ah, maybe he's, a, he's got stakes in the chloroform. He does. Mark Ryan, J. Ryan Holt. <laughs> um, no, I was thinking of Forget Me Nows in Arrested yep. Development. Yeah, <laughs> could have also been useful in this movie. Yeah, maybe they were used off screen. We don't know. Um, what's chloroform actually for? 
Yeah, if it's not to put people out of their misery for a few hours, what is it for? I think you're mixing metaphors there, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like, what? I, if you go to a chloroform shop, yeah. I'd like this one bottle of chloroform, do they know you're abducting someone? <laughs> oh yeah, you can clean things with chloroform or... Is it like buying uh, spray cans? Yeah. You've got to prove you're overage. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like underage people don't chloroform people much in movies. They probably only end up chloroforming, chloroforming themselves. Yeah. Like Judge Reinhold. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, man, how, ama- do that. how amazing is that scene in the kitchen with the fight scene with him and Bette Midler where he accidentally chloroforms himself? Yeah. After she just smashes him in the nose with that cup. Yeah! It looks like she's actually thrown the cup and he, he got real teary in the eyes. Yeah, I, that, had, that was good. He was trying to act well. through it, you know? Yeah, no, there was. I reckon he did actually cop a bit of it because there was like plexiglass in front of him. Yeah, yeah. And so it hits the glass and he like takes it like a champ. Yeah. So I think he actually got a thud through the glass. <laughs> Did you pick that there was plexiglass or did you read that? I read that. All oh, right, so right. I thought about going back to look at it. But <laughs> again, it was real small. Um, but speaking of chloroform, mm. um, it brings me to the ratings game with a special section. With a special section? Mm. Ah. Yeah. Give me that, give me that rating. The ratings game. I'm rating on you. Man, what a song. I'll remember it one day. <laughs> um, so just as a little uh, lead into the ratings game, I watched the movie It Follows the other day. And this, I figure you're not really paying attention in movies sometimes. <laughs> like most of the time. <laughs> it doesn't really matter if I spoil some of the plot for you. Uh, but here's just a little sweet uh, excerpt from it. Uh... It's in the sex and nudity section. Mm. Uh, <clears throat> Again, full frontal nudity is shown while his crotch is heavily shaded. Full stop. It, from It Follows, takes the form of Greg's mother in order to kill Greg. She is shown in her nightrobe with her left breast exposed. She then appears to kill Greg, etc., etc. Why specifically the left breast? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think the right breast is really the um that's the naughty one the oh. left one's kind of okay oh left one's the yeah it's the it's the pg one that's right it <laughs> is the left i think the left one is the breastfeeding one and the other one's the sexualized one. Oh yeah yeah it's that how it's divided <laughs> that's right i missed that part of the text <laughs> um and for those breastfeeding whilst listening to this don't get them mixed up yeah, yeah. <laughs> good god <laughs> Um, all right, well, anyway, the ratings game for the movie that we're actually talking about. <laughs> uh, is it my turn to read or do we alternate? I don't know how this works. We'll go one for one. All right. Oh, it's long. Is there many of them? Oh, so much. Oh, shit. Um, can I do swears? Yeah. All right, cool. So I'm going to start with sex and nudity. You define the score. Okay. <clears throat> sex and nudity throughout much of this film. A man and a prostitute have sex in a car, and the woman sticks her head out and breasts out of the her head and breast out of the car's window while a man is video recording them on a VHS tape. Sam watches the VHS tape. Chief Benton watches the VHS tape. Carol and Earl play the VHS tape in in an electronic store. Carol, brackets, exotic attire, end brackets, and Earl are shown in bed together in two separate scenes. An instance of talk 
Brackets, not clear though, about prison rape. <laughs> Whoa. Hmm. Profanity? Or am I doing violence and gore? Okay. Violence and gore. Except for the opening title sequence, none of the violence is graphic. The animated opening credits include some mildly graphic violence. Sam attempts to assault Muffy, his dog's wife. Barbara is kidnapped. Barbara kicks Kenny twice and then tries to strangle him. The kidnappers accidentally drop Barbara, who is tied up in a sack down the stairs. A fight between Kenny and Barbara. Sam tries to shoot Muffy. Sam is mugged at knife point. Barbara throws objects at Kenny. Muffy tries to bite Sam's leg. Sam orders Adolf to eat Muffy. Oh, Adolf the dog. Yeah. yeah. Adolf the dog. <laughs> um, yeah, and that's like a to totally, um, well, from everything I know about um, World War II from Wolfenstein. Yep. Uh, that's definitely the dogs they used in Nazi Germany. Is it, it, is it actually the dog? Is it the dog from the, Nazi Germany? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I don't know if I should be laughing at that or not. Um, so the Adolf is trying try to eat Muffy. He doesn't. Crockett and Tubbs, two goldfish, are shown floating dead. Yeah, I don't know if that, that, that makes the grade of violence and gore. Yeah, that's right. Uh, if you're going to go to that point, it's surely like, you know, uh, they eat meat. Yeah. <laughs> Would end up there too. Uh, the bedroom killer tries to stab Kenny and then falls down the stairs to his death. During some money drop, Earl tries to steal the cash from Kenny at gunpoint. A car crash, Barbara roughs up Sam. I, I do like that Bette Midler survived the tumble down the stairs, and, but the, the murderer didn't. The murderer didn't. Yeah. Soft murderer. <laughs> and she was bagged as well. <laughs> yeah, she didn't know. Maybe that was it. It's like what they say when you're in a car crash, you've got to go limp. Okay, so you see there's a car crash coming and you don't stiffen up, you just kind of relax into it. Okay, I see. Someone told me that they were driving once, I can't remember who this was, it was ages ago, and they like got into that, you know, this heavy stuff. I don't know, who's ages ago? Um, oh, it's that dude that we used to work with. Oh, yeah, right. Oh, yeah, we used to work with ages ago. Yeah, ages ago, yeah. Ages ago when we worked with ages ago. <laughs> Um, but yeah, someone was telling me they were driving um, and like got into one of those like, whoop, better hit the brake, like one of those just like circumstances. Yeah. And the person next to him in the car just went limp. <laughs> what? How was that your initial reaction? I don't know, how long, how long do you have to work to, to train? Yeah, to just that, that's right. That's your knee-jerk reaction now to like, <laughs> just like, ragdoll. curl up in a ball if you see a bear. Yeah. As if, you got to freaking run. Yeah, at least you got time to think about that a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> you can run and then do the ball. That's right. You only got one chance to go limp in a car crash. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. And, <laughs> and did they crash their car because they went limp? No, no, he, no, the, the ages ago was driving. It was right. ages ago, mate. That was ah, right, right, yeah, right, right. So it was totally okay. fine. So ages ago, lived to tell the story. <laughs> All right, here's my favorite part of the ratings game. <laughs> profanity. And then they, the, the heading is profanity, and then the person has written profanity again. <laughs> <clears throat> Bitchin'. 
two instances. Bullshit, one. Crap, one. Fuck, three. Fucking, three. Gee whiz, one. Nuts, one. Pooped, one. Screw, two. Shit, one. Shoot, one. Religious profanity. Christ, one. Damn, four. Damned, two. God, 13. Goddamn, two. God's sake, one. Hell, 11. Jesus, one. Jesus Christ, two. Insults and derogatory terms. Asshole, oh, asshole, one. Assholes, one. Bitch, two. Filthy little shitbag, one. Filthy slug, one. Hairy rat, one. Honey buns, one. Idiots, one. Inhuman slime, one. Little wimp, one. Low-life motherfucker, one. Miserable scum-sucking pig, one. Old fart, one. Pasty space troll, one. Punk, one. Screeching little witch, one. Scumbag, one. Son of a bitch, three. Moron, one. Sleazeball, one. Spineless wimp, one. Squealing corpulent little toad, one. <laughs> Do you think they, like, the writers are sitting around the table? Like, okay, we need some swears in this. Everyone, go. And everyone just spat one out. Oh, and they yeah. just added all of them. Yeah, they <laughs> definitely just had some... Like, they recorded all and got some intern to transcribe the best insults. <laughs> I, I A lot of that is pretty specific. Screeching little witch. Oh, man, squealing corpulent little toad. <laughs> yeah, that's great. That's good. <laughs> all right, finish off the ratings game and let's move on. Okay. Alcohol, drugs, smoking. At least three instances of tobacco smoking, some social drinking. Let's move on. All right. Uh, well, before we do, um, speaking of like making up lines and stuff, I there's one line I want to know if it was ad-libbed or written. Mm-hmm. Um, when when um, Bette Midler's got the bag on her head still before she sees him in the duck, duck masks, yeah. she says, do you know who my husband is? You're all, because she doesn't know it's only two people, you're all going to get chainsaw enemas. Oh, really? I missed that one. That's great. Do you reckon she ad-libbed that or that was in the script? That's a good ad-lib if it is. Yeah. Yeah, all right. I'll, That's I wanna... so visceral. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> is the, like, is the chainsaw on? Is it in, like, the just the waiting to be used stage? Like, where... I want to know if they're trying to perform an enema, actually. Does she know what an enema is? Because there's no <laughs> liquid in the chainsaw, unless it's petrol. Um, it's going to get real vivid, but I assume the uh, chainsaw does everything the enema needs to do. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah, I get it. <laughs> so basically, she's shoving chainsaws at people's butts. That's right. right. I want to know if she's trying to achieve the goal of the enema. Oh. Uh, the goal is to shove a chainsaw up their ass. Hmm. We should write her a letter. Yeah, we should ask. We should write Barbara Barbara Stone a letter. Yeah, Barbara Stone. Yeah, all right. Um, Um, Yeah, so I was looking up the trivia of this, and mm -hmm. now that we're in more popular movie town... Yeah. um, Aren't there a lot? lot, No one will put that much effort into the profanities in the ratings game. Yeah, that's right. The the ratings game. Yeah, 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 exactly. Um, there was like really specific things where people were talking about that their hair had been brushed from one cut to the other and like oh so like the, the they were drinking continuity and it was a beer yeah 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 who cares but Come on, now we now we can really get into it yeah so Good. specific trivia mm-hmm. when Earl films the cop and the hooker Earl talks groans and vomits right next to the camera when the film is played back later only the soundtrack is. The only soundtrack is the moaning and groaning coming from the hooker in the car. Yep. Uh, Got a simple solution for that one. Yeah. Shotgun mic. Really? Yeah, just directional. They're looking at... So even though he's vomiting next to the camera? Yeah, because it only has like a a 10 degree field of 
focus. So mm-hmm. like it's blocking out all noise coming from the other 350. All right. So it's just shooting straight at them. Problem solved. Thanks Next for clearing one. that one up. Next, kidnapping is a federal offense, so the local police would not have headed the investigation. Both would have been handed over to the FBI. Out of their jurisdiction. Throw it out. <laughs> Judge Reinhold's orders. Next. That's it. He pulled some strings. There's more, but you know, what we do I need to go into them? Oh, I don't have to. I don't have to debunk any other alleged mock-ups. <laughs> That's right. Had enough. Uh, also, speaking of trivia, mm-hmm. Ben Midler played Barbara. She did. She also played Barbara in another movie that was made that year. Oh, what movie? Down and Out in Beverly Hills. There you go. Yeah. Just um, there's Santa Barbara, right? Yeah, that's uh, no, that's Hannah Bon Hannah Hannah Barbera Hannah Barbera, not Hannah Montana. Oh, no, different. Sure, <laughs> don't to be confused with. Ah, okay, <laughs> I won't. Um, there no. wasn't a Hannah Montana land at uh, Wonderland. No, there wasn't. <laughs> but I don't know. Is there a is there a Hannah Montana water slide at Wet and Wild on the on the new on the old ground of Wonderland? Yeah, there should be. Yeah, we should write. We should write. We should write a lot of letters. Yeah, we write a lot of letters. Too wet and wild. Have you <laughs> considered the Hannah Montana slide? Regards, Dan. Yeah. Um, that, someone will transcribe that and pass it on. We don't need to actually physically write the letter anymore. It's cool. <laughs> Thanks to whoever does that. Um, and finally, in terms of trivia, apparently Bette Midler claims that Dane DeVito called her twice after the premiere of the film wants to congratulate her and the second time 20 minutes after the first call during which he and Bette Midler both broke down in a nervous frenzy over how terrible the movie was and how both of their careers were over. Weren't they both wrong? Yeah. Golly. Um, Became a box box office smash hit. It was a smash hit. Yeah, it was. It was just a great film. Yeah, it was just, it was a hit show. Great, great use of everything <laughs> um, one thing I wanted to just I just want to talk to you about um, Bette Midler one time when I worked at that record store that we worked at at the same time yep um, someone put on uh, Bette Midler's best hit greatest hits it's like come on man it's like <laughs> yeah, 10 right. o'clock on a Thursday <laughs> don't put on Bette Midler's greatest hits why are you doing this to me and he's like bro it's my turn it's my turn when you turn off the CD <laughs> Shit. Um, so I listened to like eight to ten tracks of the greatest hits of Bette Midler. I found out I didn't hate it. Ah, yeah. Uh, what what are we looking at here? I don't know. That was like six years ago. So I don't know. I'm sure it's subliminally got in there, and that's where I got the tune to Truth or Dan. Do a greatest hit span up until six years ago, or did it stop somewhere? I don't know that either. Okay. <laughs> uh, I reckon she's still pumping him out. All right. Yeah. She's like a sure type of character. Yeah, like, like sure. I say share. Do you say sure or share? Sure. You obviously say sure. sure. I, I suppose I do say sure. I say share. Do you? Yeah. Sonny. I think, I think share's wrong. Sunny and sure. <laughs> yeah, I think sure's wrong. Actually, sunny and share. Sunny. Yeah. All right. All right. So it depends what it's prefixed with. Yeah, yeah. For you. Context. Yeah. Oh, for well, sure. Sure. For sure. <laughs> sure. Sure. Um, all right. Well, we should probably start uh, getting towards the end of this one. But before, before we do, uh, other dance, very important part of this movie. This, not this, well, this movie and this podcast. Mm-hmm. Hey, did you know we're doing a podcast? 
Oh, thanks. <laughs> Other uh, Dan's. Oh, it's a lady Dan. For, finally, a lady Dan. Uh, Danielle J. Weiss. Weiss? W E I double S. Yeah. Weiss or Weiss? Oh, Visse. Either way. Visse. Dan Danielle J. Weiss. Weiss or Visse. <laughs> Uh, she was the second, second assistant director. Uh, worked with Bette Midler again on Big, Mis- Big Business and Judge Reinhold again on Beverly Hills Cop. Oh, there you go. Yeah, what a legend. And Danny Costa, stunts, also worked on... Man, Danny Costa really brought the noise. <laughs> Rambo 2, Three Amigos, Back to the Future 3, Cable Guy, Armageddon, and more, including Mask of Zorro. Wow. What a dude. What a career. Danny Costa... Doing it. Doing it for the Dan's. See you at Dan Club. At Danny DeVito's house. Um, speaking of people that aren't Dan, though. Not Dan's. Yeah. So, other not Dan's. Um, did you read about all the alleged cameos in this movie? I didn't. Ah, yeah. There was um, apparently one of the dudes in the background at Santa, Santa Barbara Pier. Yeah. Is um, Burt Reynolds. Oh, cool. But, but yeah, it, got, it was pretty heftily debunked right. in, in the oh, forums. Damn it. Um, Starsky and Hutch were also alleged cameos. Really? Yeah. Is that where our photo's from, Starsky and Hutch? No, no. Oh. That actually, in that, I'm Kurt Russell and you're Sylvester Stallone in Tango and Cash. Oh, yeah, that's it, Tango and Cash. <laughs> um, and then there was another one that I forgot, but it was also debunked. Um, so, you know, I'm over that because <laughs> of the debunking. Hey, let's do accents. All right. Yeah, your turn. I hate the way she licks stamps. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Man, how good was that opening monologue? It was awesome. Oh, I wanted to do it all, but yeah, it was big. I mean, you can do that on your, on your own time. It's cool. <laughs> <Most of> you. <clears throat> um, I, like, I really liked his A2 Adolf. <clears throat> A2 Adolf. A2 uh, you know, he's, What's that mean, he's so dejected when um, he finds out Muffy and Adolf have made friends. Oh, they just, yeah. They just don't like that. Hey, do? I, I feel like it's from some. Hey, do? Hey, do? Uh, <laughs> Sounds, uh, yeah. Foreign. Foreign. Yeah, I think it might be French, but I'm not sure. Um, and so before we go, we've come this far, and if you don't know, it's on you, not me. Uh, but uh, Ruthless People, the 1986 movie starring the legend Danny DeVito is not to be confused with the 24th episode of the 4th season of Melrose Place, the 26th episode of the 10th season of the show Dallas, Ruthless Young People, the 19th after the 2nd season of Ship to Shore, oh, and <laughs> RuthlessPeoples.com, the online magazine uh, which tells you to rediscover your text life. Um, and before we go, Dan, going back to the open, opening monologue, mm-hmm. can you please do the little sound that she does when she sleeps? She do it, does when she sleeps? Yeah, because, you know, Danny DeVito, I hate the little sound she makes when she sleeps. I don't remember. What, what's the sound? I can't do it. That's why I wanted you to do it. Uh, You're always so fearless when it comes to, uh... Nah, I don't remember sounds. it. You might have to give it a bang. I... I feel like there's a. <laughs> I feel like that's it. I couldn't do that. Yeah. All right. We better go put a pin in this before we uh, fall asleep. Uh, 
I'm Dan. I'm Dan. And we just did Dan. Dan. 